I definitely did not listen to do your recruiting early on in the season. I started my recruiting a little bit late and then I got some really good guys on that I was just set on. I decided not to over recruit and that really hurt me. I had a pretty slow start to this year when it came to production. Obviously the weather wasn't the best, but I was continuously switching out new people over and over again until I finally got a solid two crews. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders, really excited to uh, share Caleb Overy, who is our Rookie Operator of the Year for window cleaning. Basically, window cleaning got started in 2017. We did 100,000, and then we jumped to 1.5 million, and then we've continued to grow. We're at $7 million this year, and uh, you know, growing more and more operators, growing averages, growing skill sets, growing you know, all these different ways of operating, getting better and better. And uh, Caleb just is such a, an incredible example of somebody who was really kind of slow getting off. You'll, you'll hear getting off to the season and then getting into a good, good space and ending up in the top five for a while. And because he was producing well and because he was excited about what he could create and trying to become the, the top operator, he ended up really, really working hard in July and August putting an additional $10,000 worth of profit in his jeans as a result of working for for an extra number of weeks in sales and marketing, where a lot of times uh, we have a history of of not really working that hard at that point and just really, really creating an incredible season. And he's talking about what he's planning on this coming season, planning on really jumping his capabilities, jumping uh, the people development side of his business. So I know you're going to really love this podcast. It's really, really exciting to see what we're up to here, developing the amazing leaders that we have, and that we are running out of opportunities in our business right now, uh, very, very limited opportunities to come and join us. So if you know anyone who's interested in becoming an entrepreneur, please have them reach out now because uh, we're almost out of uh, spots early November. And uh, we will be full and completed our recruiting by early December, so limited availability. So if you know of someone who's interested in becoming an entrepreneur, growing their leadership space, and but you know taking on more than they've ever done before, please reach out. You can shoot me an email at cthompson at studentworks.com. You could share this podcast. You could go directly to studentworks.com. Have a super fantastic day. Thanks so much. Caleb, welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thanks a lot, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm a big fan and uh, can't wait to get this going. Yeah, no, me too. I'm 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 super excited. I I know. Um, uh, well, well, uh, we'll talk later about what what attracted me uh, to your podcast more in de- to, to have you on the podcast. But really, the big thing is is you just really extended the season. Uh, and really, really crushed the back half of the season. Not that your season wasn't going fantastically, but really crushed it. And we're going to dig into that in the podcast. So, but why don't we start? Hey, explain who you were before becoming an operator. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Caleb. 
I was born here in PEI. I grew up playing a lot of sports, um, hanging out with a lot of friends. And then I stayed on the island to go to Holland College for two years of business. Awesome. Awesome. And, and so what had you thinking about running a business with us? So it actually kind of started with my best friend. I was living together with him, Riley Campbell. He joined the program a year before me. I kind of had a little bit of insight of what he was doing and kind of seeing that he was being a manager and running his own business. And I thought it was really cool. And I was kind of in the mindset, like, didn't really know what I wanted to do for work yet. But business was something that I was always kind of driven to. Yeah. And he kind of brought some things up to me. And I just kind of decided to take a shot at giving it a giving it a go. Awesome. Isn't that great? And, you know, uh, one thing that's quite common in our in our business is that a lot of times we'll get our top performing operators from referrals. And I think one of the biggest reasons why people then perform so well is because they know their buddy, they know the real experience of their buddy. So Riley had a good experience. Riley came back for another good experience. Riley's a really great guy. And it's like, I can trust Riley. And, and otherwise, the program just seems so hard to believe. Like just what we're talking about, someone from the other side goes, really? He did that much business, you know, in his first year? This is incredible. Yeah, is that no, fair for, for sure. you? Big time. I know when I talk to like a lot of people who have no insight of uh, student works, they're always like, what even is this? Is this real? There's no way this is happening. But when I got to see it right there in front of me, I knew this is where I need to come. Awesome. Awesome. So why don't you walk me through your first summer, your, your, your experience of your first summer? Yeah, well, it was a pretty eventful summer. I mean, everything kind of started at January training for me. And then as soon as we got back home, we were right into the streets marketing. Obviously, having the freezing cold, it's always fun going door to door. And then next thing you know, a month later, you get into uh, doing some estimates, actually meeting clients, putting some numbers in front of people and trying to do some sales, which is always a lot of fun. And then that always transitions to start your recruiting. It's some big dogs to come out and help you do all those big sales you just did. Yeah, exactly. Well, why don't we just reflect on that? So, you know, Riley is a student works painting manager and Caleb is a student works window cleaning operator. So again, both sides are the same. We basically teach and entrepreneurship and sales and marketing. So, so pretty fun start. So basically you booked 20 of the first 22 jobs that you did. So tell me about that and, and walk me through what, what that was like and, and, and how, how'd you get so good so fast? Yeah, like when it comes to the start of the year, I don't even think my skills were the best. I think I really got a little bit of luck with the clients I got, um, really needing these kind of services. We had some pretty bad storms here on PEI, which made a big market target for myself. Okay. And uh, I kind of just went in there with confidence and I got some signatures. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the other things is, I'm sure you just must have been excited. And, and you know, so it's if, if we don't have skills as much, but we've got excitement and energy and wow, this is so exciting. People get really excited by that. I think I could totally imagine you being super excited meeting these customers in the first 20 estimates that you did. Oh, that was the biggest thing for me. When you get the transition from just knocking on doors, telling people what you do to actually selling a service to them. Um, I was always super excited to get to every estimate. Yeah. So actually, I just noticed you had a couple weeks of only booking $1,000 over two weeks after really, you know, basically Caleb for most two week periods, he was over uh, like, I don't 
10,000. So on average book, you know, $6,000 per week. So what happened in that two week period? When I was having, I know at the start calling was just something I just really didn't like to do. Uh Uh, When you're calling people and no one's answering, it can get a little bit discouraging. And then kind of had some talks with my coach and it's a part of the job. You got to make these calls, set up these estimates. So after I noticed, I'm like, okay, this has got to get done. And I just kind of sat down, hunkered down and started making some calls. And that's where I turned into some bigger sales weeks. Awesome. Awesome. So again, you know, that's a really great life lesson is, is there are some things that we don't want to do and we just do them anyways, because, you know, what we do want to do is run a successful business. Now, not always is that the one area operators fall down in, right? Not everyone finds calling challenging or difficult or monotonous or whatever, right? And by the way, as well, I think any type of marketing efforts are more challenging in late February, you know, or February, January, February, March. And then all of a sudden it starts getting easier and easier. People are more uh, acclimatized because the weather starts to shift. You know, by early April, you're already approaching $50,000 by you know, end of end of May, you were at seventy thousand dollars. So you must have been pretty happy with the the preseason effort that you had. Oh yeah, I had some big weeks at the end, and uh, always kind of looking at Simon, seeing where I was, always trying to push myself as far as I could to kind of be a better business manager, make as much money as I could. So right before I got into production, I was pretty uh, sound to just get some workers to get things going. So where were you uh, in the in the you know top ten uh, uh, or I assume you were there you know around starting May? Yeah, I remember the start of the year I was pretty low, and then when I got there I was top five I think all season, and then I think by end of May me and Eric were were one and two. Okay. 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 Uh, so, so, so early on you were, you were sort of, when you said low, what does that mean? Where would you have been? I don't even think I was on the podium. I think okay. I got a little bit under. Okay. Okay. Great. And again, this is, this is great for, for, for future operators listening going, okay, Hey, it's not always the the person who gets out to the, uh, you know, to the best start that ends up uh, winning the, winning the big prize in the end. So uh, what did you learn this past summer that you didn't expect, Caleb? How serious you need to stay to your word. Uh, it's huge. Integrity is all about the game. I mean, mm-hmm. when we first started uh, just getting into Google Calendar, this is very foreign to me. I had no idea. I never scheduled my time before. I yeah. remember getting colors all over my schedule and just completely booking it up and having a lot of troubles to actually complete it because it was just a little bit too hectic. But then when I started making some more realistic schedules and actually following a schedule, um, that's when things started to fall into place. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So the one thing I can hear, Caleb, is you weren't resisting the fact that there was a, a schedule that you needed to have. It was just kind of finding it hard to get used to following it. Is that is that what the challenge was? Yeah, for sure. I always kind of had trust in Jess. I mean, uh, I came into this knowing really not a lot except the two years of business that I did. So I kind of trusted the process and always followed the blueprints that you guys put down for us. Awesome. Awesome. And Jess Fransman is Caleb's uh, uh, coach and a rock star coach out in the East Coast. So was it as hard as you thought it would be? Oh, for sure. Coming into this, I mean, it all depends on how much workload you want to take on. Um, But there's a lot. I mean, I definitely didn't build a huge team this year and did a lot of the work myself. 
Um, but I was only a part-time student at the start of the year and then had the second half of the year, like no school. So I had a lot of time in my hands, which kind of gave me some room to do a lot of stuff on my own. But uh, it was definitely uh, really hard kind of getting out of your comfort zone, talking to adults all the time. Uh, that was definitely something that I never did prior to this year. And what did you have to overcome to make this happen? What did you have to change about yourself? Definitely made a lot of life changes. I mean, I was uh, the guy who liked to go out on the weekends. And during COVID, I really didn't go out as much, but got really into gaming, which were just some habits that don't transition too well when it comes to time management. Yeah. So really trying to like manage my time was probably the biggest struggle this year and trying to keep everything organized when it came to calling my leads at the right time and organizing all my jobs in order so I know how to start my production. That was definitely the biggest struggle at the start of the year. Hey leaders, I hope you are enjoying this podcast. As we approach and surpass 300 episodes, well over 95% of the leaders that we have interviewed have been alumni of the Student Works Management Program. It has been an honor to participate in their development over the years. Starting now and only for the fall months, we will be on campus at universities and colleges in Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast, interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you are interested in being a leader in our program or know someone who does, please go to the show notes and hit Student Works and get sent to a landing page to apply. There is a bold Student Works that you can hit to go to a landing page to apply. Thanks so much. Back to the show. So, you know, one of the one of the big things that really uh, excites us at the end of the year, and one of the things that really has us achieve as a company, even greater and greater things is people pushing to make the Mexico targets, people pushing to, you know, get in the president's club. So that's the top 30 or so operators. And as a veteran, as a rookie on both sides of the business, painting and window cleaning, and then people really pushing hard to win you know, operator of the year or rookie operator of the year. And, and I know for you, you know, and for, for, for the company, largely we get really pretty flat come July, you know, mid July for sure. We are, we are largely as a company, pretty flat, but you weren't, you grew 20% or $20,000 worth of business in July and August. So tell me about that. And what, what had you motivated to do that? And what did you do to, 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 to have that big jump in your business? Well, to be honest, I'm just a really competitive guy and just kind of starting the production season. We were pretty slow with production, but then coming towards the end of production, just started having some killer production uh, weeks, getting 30K payrolls, 25,000 payrolls. I was getting to the point where like I didn't even have enough work to finish out the season. Ah. So I just I got back on my horse, went to some new um, territories to do some marketing and as you said, in the summer, it's a lot easier to sell work. So I was even doing some estimates at the door. And uh, that really just helped me push that extra 20000 to kind of get to the top. Yeah. And how much extra profit did you make with that $20,000? Have you done the math? Probably about just a half, like ten to $11,000 wow. just about last uh, month. Obviously, you get a little bit more when you, when you book more towards the end of the year. So just those extra three, four weeks of work making that much money was was crazy to me. 
unbelievable. So it's like, wow, just just an extra three or four weeks is what someone would consider an amazing uh, summer's earnings uh, or season's earnings for the average student. So so really, really incredible. And and again, one of the things that always amazes me about you know one of the weaknesses, and it's changing in our window cleaning business is it's incredible how much work I always feel that we book in February and March when the weather's horrible, and then how little we book in July and August when the weather's fantastic and there's just so much so much market opportunity, but people just are, I guess, super happy with their money and uh, they don't want to go get more. But uh, but you know, Caleb, it's awesome to see what you showed and and growing your business from a hundred to one hundred and twenty three thousand dollars in that period of time. Well done. Thanks a lot, so, Chris. Uh, so let's talk about your your second summer. You know, what are your plans? What are your goals, uh, et cetera? Yeah, I have a lot of plans coming up for this summer. So just recently graduating at Holland College, having no school this this year at all. So I kind of just have a full open schedule. So I'm really looking to just work student works all 12 months this year. Hopefully going to be even doing a little bit of producing this fall when it comes to just gutter cleaning, getting a little bit of a head start when it comes to January training, even showing up with some sales and some production done is going to be a big goal of mine. And then I have a huge goal for the end of the year. I always kind of like to push myself to the max. I know there was a guy who did $365,000 one year, and that's just an awesome goal to kind of have for people like me to try and come above. Um, so now that I know that I have all this time, no school, I'm looking for a big number this year. I'd like to do half a million dollars in sales. I want to build a huge team. I didn't have a team last year, so I'm looking to build a huge team to make sure this happens. Going to make sure I market a lot more of the island, kind of get outside of Charlottetown and Stratford and move kind of towards my hometown a little more, Summerside and some other places. And then I'm really just looking to build some better habits, kind of make sure I'm more more integrous when it comes to the gym, eating better, even just getting to see my friends more and getting a little bit more time to myself and really just focusing on that time management. Well, that's fantastic. That's really exciting. And again, I know that's one thing our our operators have in common is let's just let's get go race after another another big goal. And again, you shoot for the stars, you end up at the moon. If you don't hit it, that's great. If you do hit it, fantastic. Like there's no there's no bad result from from aiming for something really big. And I know every year we'll have some some people who really do that, and it really makes an impact on all of our operators because they wow is that really what it is and and as you mentioned coming in already to training with work booked you know people people feeling again that's they've already got off to a great start so what sort of things have you done uh, to me the big thing if i was focusing uh to to have a really big season would be you know who who do i have on my team you know like we're going to do over 30 million dollars this year well i'm really confident because we just have so many amazing people like you on our team so who do you have on your team, Caleb? Yeah, so I gotta give a shout out to my guy Delph. He Absolutely. was uh, just a just a crew chief for me this year, but I'm even looking to bring him out right now. So we're actually going marketing later today. Awesome. Um, just to kind of get him out in the field, see if this is gonna work out, and I'm really looking to make him a production manager and kind of even turn him into like a mini operator. <laughs> I uh, kind of talked to Cade Savoie a lot this year, and he kind of did that with one of his production managers, which really worked out to help him grow as big of a business as he did. So yeah. I think that's a really big goal that I'm going to focus on this year to even make him do sales, recruiting, do the whole works with me and kind of have that guy right beside me to help me get to the end. 
Yeah. No, and I think that's the biggest thing that that our really top performing operators have. It's like they're literally creating people who want to have the same experience you have. And they can come to our our, you know, most of our trainings. They can learn all the different things that we're we're, we're teaching them. And they can really again develop what you wanted here, what I wanted here when I was your age, you know, and 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 uh and that that can be really motivating. And again, they can really uh break make financial breakthroughs as well. So um so what have been some of the biggest challenges or setbacks of so far at Student Works and how did you handle them or learn from them? Recruiting, recruiting, recruiting for sure. <laughs> um, I definitely did not listen to do your recruiting early on in the season. I started my recruiting a little bit late and then I got some really good guys on that I was just set on. I decided not to over recruit and that really hurt me. I had a pretty slow start to this year when it came to production. Obviously, the weather wasn't the best, but I was continuously switching out new people over and over again until I finally got a solid two crews. Um, so that's something that I really want to focus this year. Um, I want to do at least 100 interviews when it comes to even just window cleaners. Wow. Um, so I think that's going to be a big push for me, especially if I want to do 500,000, probably going to need to run five to six crews this year. Um, so I think I really just need to focus on recruiting um, people early on this year, which I already have set up with some teachers at the college to go awesome. in. Uh, awesome. Well, that's that's fantastic. And, you know, so one of our philosophies is we need to overhire, you know, that, you know, one of the things about recruiting in this space of window cleaners or painters or marketers is that sometimes people will go find another job. And, and maybe if you were in their situation, you go, yeah, I do that too. That's right in what you're looking to do. And you'd go, wow, well, best of luck with that, right? Or sometimes they're just not very good or they don't like it. And again, that doesn't work, right? So just recognizing that there's just going to be a certain amount of attrition, period, that we need to plan and prepare for. So overhiring is the strategy. It, it really, any company is going to prepare. One of the things I always like to say is, you know, think of your client or think of your, you know, average, average client and what would they want you to do? <laughs> and trust me, they will want you to overhire to have the best staff, you know, looking after their service. So <laughs> 100%. fantastic. So what key habits would someone want to learn from you, Caleb, and and, and model after you? Yeah, like I said a couple of times, I'm uh, I'm really competitive. Like even when it comes to looking at Simon, like there's no winning. It's really just trying to push myself to be at the top. And like when you do that, you're just building a lot more better habits. You're making more money. Um, and it also just gives you some new opportunities. And I kind of thrive under pressure when it comes to being in some tough situations. I stay strong minded and uh, work through it the best I can. Awesome. Awesome. I love that competitiveness. And and uh, did you ever find looking at Simon, which is our leaderboard, it's an ongoing leaderboard. Did you ever find that discouraging at times? Not really, because okay. I was low at the start, but I was always up there. There was some times where there was Eric who was going 20,000, 30,000, 35,000 above me. It's like, oh, right. my God, how am I ever going to catch up to that? But then at the end of the day, like you don't lose. There's no losing. It's all yeah. uh, your own business. We all are sole proprietors. So it, you do the best you can. It was really just a good push for me to keep pushing my business like I did at the end of the year to push that extra 20000 just to squeeze ahead and uh, earn that top spot. 
Love it. Love it. I, and I love that. It's There really is no losing, you know? So, uh, you know, you can win, but you can't lose just because again, everybody, you know, if, if we didn't have the active leaderboard, there's no question our business would do way less, but just seeing and the competitiveness, oh, I want to pass. I want to pass. It's just so exciting. And it just makes such a difference. So anything that, before I ask you my final question, anything that you'd like to share that we haven't hit yet? Yeah, for sure. For like all students out there who really think that this is something that you couldn't do, you can't run a business. You don't need to have a 4.0 GPA to get here to be able to run a very successful business. I could tell you I wasn't the the hardest studying student when it came to school. And I came here with a lot of lackluster skills when it came to time management and even being integrists at all. But when you really just come here, there's a lot of awesome support that really just helps you get to the end goal. You just got to keep in mind, this is not easy at all. It's a lot of hard work, but I would uh, I would never ever tell someone that this is something you can't do because if you really put your mind to it, anything is possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, you, you definitely need to be bringing a bunch of fire like you do, Caleb, and I do. You know, that's that's the one thing that 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 people in common that that really we all share. You know, some people are super smart. Uh, you know, Caleb and I were not. And that's OK. Um, <laughs> you know, so so school school is something important, but not 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 critical, not something I could super excel in. And on the other hand, this is something I just caught my passion and I just work really, really hard at it and love and making a difference for my staff, for my customers. And, and if that sounds like you, then then this is a, a real opportunity for you. But a uh, final question, Caleb, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what do you think of? I mean, obviously you're, uh, you're up there for sure, but uh, after finishing some landmark, it's all about kind of moving the forward, the world in a positive way forward and kind of setting up for younger people to be able to follow the same steps as you. So just kind of helping other people win, that's going to make you win as well. Fantastic. I love that. And uh, um, Landmark Forum uh, and, and Landmark Education, you can check that out online. We have have had hundreds of our of our operators uh, do the program over the last 20 years. And it's it's just a fantastic uh, training organization. And, and, and Caleb, it speaks to who you are that you'd you know, go and do more learning, more training, and uh, and again, congratulations on an outstanding season and really excited, uh, you know, for um, you just breaking through to this next level and excited to have you back on the podcast when you break the all time record. Hey, <laughs> Is that a deal? I'll be here at the end of the year. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. Well done, Caleb. Thanks a lot, Chris. Hey, leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye now you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.